Welcome back. My name is Tiffany. And if you want to know how to quantum jump into your desired reality, or if you've tried it before and were not successful, you're about to hear one of the easiest explanations on this concept, giving you exactly what you need to shift into your new reality. If everyone understood that we are constantly shifting through different realities and timelines, I think more people would take the time to become aware of their inner faculties that are actively shaping how we experience life. However, if you are trying to live or manifest the life that you desire, but are still being the same version that you are now, it can be difficult to almost impossible to create the life that you want. So we have to energetically shift into a new version of ourselves so that a new external reflection of the new self can be realized, meaning that your desired reality can begin to easily take form. One very important concept to realize is that all possibilities already exist. Every possible version of you that you can think of already exists on a quantum level. Your consciousness is the observer of this reality. It sees all that it knows to be true, all that the consciousness believes. It is all the contents of your subconscious mind. This is what is being reflected back to you. Reality is our mirror. Change the consciousness and you change reality. Plato said that reality is created by the mind. When we can change our reality, we change our mind. You are quantum leaping all over the place. You do it all the time. Only it seems as if it's just plain and ordinary reality. But according to quantum physics, there's a lot more going on. And I'm going to break it all down to make it easily understood to show you just how simple and natural quantum jumping into your desired reality can be. Quantum physics shows us and can prove that everything already exists here and now. Every possible reality, even your personal desired life, the version of you that you want to be living, it exists right now. It can be the fully healed version of you, a more abundant version of you, or a version of you who travels the world, who's free and joyous. It all exists right now. You just have to tune into the frequency of that life. And this is so much easier than you think. Automatically, our minds want to try and justify or rationalize the possibilities, telling ourselves that, well, in order for this to be possible, this has to occur. But before that can occur, this has to happen. <laughs> and then suddenly, that desired life seems so far out of reach that we don't make any attempt to acquire it. So we stay with what we know with what we feel safe with and what is familiar to us. And then reality stays the same. The problem here is that we think linear, which is an illusion in itself. Fear, doubt, and illusion is all that's standing in your way of living your very real and existent life. Only because you're not allowing yourself to become comfortable or familiar with other possible outcomes. What happens is we remain in this feedback loop, imposing limitations on ourselves when in nature and in our true essence, we are limitless, infinite beings. A 
A feedback loop is when we attach certain emotions to memories of our past. Strong emotions that live in our subconscious, which has become part of our program that for the most part creates our future. Our future is always unfolding from our present state of being. So when we carry our past emotions or stories that we bring with us from moment to moment, as if it were one long linear lifespan, it creates a certain state of being. Since our future is created from the state of being, we're constantly creating a future based on our past. This is a feedback loop. We have to learn how to break these cycles in order to stop creating or experiencing the same circumstances again and again. And how do we do this? This actually was one of the first things that I did when I was healing my body from lupus and fibromyalgia, which was an entirely different life than I have now. All I knew is that I wanted to become a new version of myself, free from a life of being, well, for one, in a lot of pain, a life of being so broke all the time, toxic relationships, you name it. But my brain and heart had to become coherent enough to calm down my nervous system so that my body can begin to heal itself. But more importantly, what this allowed me to do was to get into a state of being where my energy field was more magnetic so that I can draw in the life that I was actualizing within myself. See, we think we have to do something outside of us first to change our lives, but the real work, it starts in here. The actions will come later, but those actions will be very different than what you might expect. They're much more natural and tend to be easier because the version of you that is taking those actions will be a different version of you. The current version of you who's probably thinking right now, that just seems really hard and a whole lot of work, but I'm telling you, it isn't. They come freely. Things flow naturally when you do shift into the version of you that's already living your desired life. All actions necessary to make that life actual, they seem easy. They're natural. When I started out, my thoughts, my feelings, and my heart, when they became coherent, when I allowed myself to fall deep within my heart, accepting all that is, I could feel a sense of peace overcome my being, a trust and a knowing that I was going to shift my reality, taking responsibility for all that I created in my life so far up to that point. This suddenly created a sense of gratitude. I was changing my state of being, preparing my mind and my body for the changes that were to come. Even though nothing on the outside was changing yet, my inward state of being shifted into a state of gratitude. My house, it was still a disaster. I was still in a lot of pain, still broke, but my inward state of being did not match up to that external environment. I did not allow that external environment to influence my state of being. If I had allowed it to, nothing new could happen. My reality could not shift. So keeping an inward state of being, feeling wholeness, feeling complete, as if I didn't need a single thing because I already had it all, 
I practiced feeling abundant, feeling free and healthy. I remained grateful, holding to the state of being. And it was here from this state when I began to become familiar with the desired reality that I was calling in for myself. Creating a more harmonized state of being, which creates a different vibration, allows you to become more magnetic. And when you are magnetic, quantum shifts can occur naturally and quickly. Magnetism is actually what unifies all things in the universe. So when you reach a state of coherence, Magnetism is how your inner and outer worlds can merge. They merge together to form a new reality. See, in our world of 3D, we do see things as linear. So to our minds, we believe we have to go from point A to point B, then to point C and do things in a particular order, where in the quantum, all frames exist at the same time. So if you are here and you want to get there, your mind will try to conceptualize all things needed to get from here to there. But all points exist all at the same time. In other words, like a film strip, you only see one frame at a time, but the entire movie already exists. So when we quantum jump from one reality to another, we simply become familiar with the reality that we desire to live. We go from the frame where we are now right to the frame that we desire to see without going through all the other frames in a linear fashion. So don't be fooled into thinking that your life is just one long linear span. There is no linear connection to who you once were in the past and who you wish to become in the future. It's only because we remain so attached to our past selves that gives us the idea or perception that we are and always have been this one particular person. Instead of letting go of that frame, that experience, we keep it as part of our identity, giving it meaning and attaching some sort of emotion to it, an idea or belief to it that creates our state of being. This is why it seems that the life that we desire or the goals that we want to reach seem so distant or not possible even. We have to let go of certain frames that only exist because you're the one giving them life. So when you do shift into your new state of being, reality will shift a lot more natural and easier than you think, and even better than you can even imagine. And speaking of imagining, we have one of the greatest tools available to us designed right within our imagination that allows us to do this. And that is the ability to think, feel, and be on the screen of your mind. We can observe, feel, and watch scenes of our desired life right in our imagination. In the quantum, these two realities coincide. There's no difference between them because all of reality is mind. The only reason that your current life seems more real than what you imagine is because you have become familiar enough to make it real or to make it so. Your thoughts, feelings, and actions have all aligned in a particular way, which brought you your particular reality. So one of the ways that we use our imagination is to become familiar with our desired life, to feel, 
and to witness upon the screen of our mind what it's actually like to live, think, feel, and be this version of ourselves. We have to align ourselves to a new reality in here to allow one out there to become realized. And meditation allows us to do this. It's a process of introspection. It's a process of reflection and becoming familiar with one's inner thoughts, your, your emotions and beliefs. When you think of a past experience from the past version of yourself, it appears on the screen of your mind in the exact same way that we think of a future version of yourself. It's only that we've attached a meaning in a particular emotion to that experience. So it feels to us as though it's still actually part of who we are. When in actuality, we are all made new every moment. Every moment you are a new you. So you're only bringing those memories and emotions along with you moment by moment, creating a certain state of being. When the future version of ourselves appear on the screen of your mind, it can seem unfamiliar at first. And this is why we have to attach feeling to that new version of ourselves. To become so familiar with this part of ourselves that it becomes embodied, becoming part of us. When we get up from that meditation, we bring those feelings, those memories that we just watched on the screen of your imagination. And over time, this becomes a new state of being. Since our future unfolds from our current state of being, in holding a new state, our desired life becomes fully actualized. The outer world matches the inner world. The two worlds merge. Let me give you an example. When I first began using this process was back in 2019. December 2018 was one of the hardest and lowest points of my life. I had lupus. I was on prescribed opiates that were not responding to my pain. It was fentanyl and roxycodone, large doses. And it was no longer helping because I had been on it for about seven years to that point. And my body became too dependent, I guess. But I was about 75 to 100% bedridden most days, depending on whether or not I was in a flare-up. Doctors told me that I would always be on this medication and all the other medications that I was taking for chronic migraines and a bunch of other stuff. I even had to use a wheelchair when I went out to the grocery store or to do whatever because it was too hard and too painful for me to walk around. So when I started sitting in meditation, what I did was I would tune myself into a version that no longer experienced pain. I would envision myself walking around unassisted. One particular scene though that I would visit again and again was taking my kids to an amusement park, walking around the whole park without a wheelchair or one of those electric scooters, which I had always assumed that I would have to ride if I were able to take them. And that was another thing. I was so broke, I couldn't afford to take them. I was on food stamps, WIC, and I had no other income other than disability. But I kept imagining these scenarios where I was with them in the amusement park. Within four months, January was when I first started meditating. In April of that same year, I took my kids for two whole days of SeaWorld, one other day of another park, I can't remember which one it was, but walking around the entire day, barely any pain at all, if any, no wheelchair, no scooter. And I even received an unexpected large amount of money which funded the entire trip. 
We flew to Florida, stayed in an Airbnb, had a private pool. But did I think that that would be possible just four months before? In my mind, I couldn't even conceive of that idea until I shifted into someone new. And yes, it happened a lot quicker than I even could imagine that it would. But holding to that new state of being while envisioning this, well, not only envisioning, it's not enough to visualize, but I put myself in like a virtual reality game. We've all seen those where all of this was actually happening. It felt real. I felt real emotions and excitement. I played real life scenarios on the screen of my mind, which made it all seem so real. And when I came out of this meditation, I carried that joy and excitement that I felt during that imaginative state. I felt it for the rest of the day. And it became my realities in ways that I would never have expected. I observed it in my mind and it became reality. If you have ever seen or watched an explanation of the double slit experiment, it will illustrate the strange behavior of particles at the quantum level and how our observations can influence the outcome. It demonstrates the role of observation in shaping reality. According to interpretations of the double slit experiment in quantum mechanics, particles demonstrate a wave-like behavior when unobserved, but their behavior collapses into a definite state when observed. They behave like physical particles. This phenomenon suggests that it is the act of observation which influences the manifestation of reality. So observing your desired reality in the mind is what gives form to it. Feeling it as though your desired reality is already here and now. All of this, placing yourself in an imaginative state as though you're in a virtual reality game, feeling the emotions and everything that you would feel as though it were actually happening all around you. This influences your state of being as your consciousness is observing this play out in your imagination. It can't tell the difference whether you're imagining it or not. So when you get up and go about your day with this state of being and hold it there, not allowing your external reality to influence your state, your external reality can shift and change form to match your new state of being. Is this all making sense? You have to feel abundant to see abundance. You have to feel joy and peace to see a reality that reflects joy and peace, such as being fully healed from whatever illness or condition that you're healing from. Creating this inner environment will allow your outer environment to become a match. Now, Remember, when beginning this process, we have to prepare our mind and body. That looks like identifying your desired reality. What does it look like? What experiences does it bring about? How does this lifestyle make you feel? What is the ideal version of you? Journal it. Write it down. Get familiar with what it looks and feels like. It's also important to change the relationship that you have with yourself. There has to be a level of belief or certainty in the certain outcome that you're aiming for. Because in the beginning, when you are first starting out, you already have a fixed or seemingly fixed reality staring back at you. You have already reached a certain alignment in your thought patterns, your belief and your state of being that brought you what you now see 
in your external reality. So in order to shift into a new reality, there has to be a certain amount of faith, a certain amount of trust and belief to align with something that you can't yet see. It's merely not enough to just think that it's possible, but your whole entire being must shift into where your thought patterns, beliefs, and state of being are now living a reality that is not yet there. Almost to the point of delusion. This is faith. This is knowing and trusting. This is why those who only practice affirmations or visualizations or positive thinking don't actually see any changes. You can practice those things, but if you are being influenced by your external reality that's staring you in the face, nothing can change. This is one of the biggest problems that people run into when trying to change the reality. Or they try law of attraction once or twice, and then when it doesn't work, they give up thinking it's a fluke. When you see how the rest of the universe is designed to create, you'll see that how you create is no different. It's through vibration that we create. We can't allow our external environment, which is temporary, to influence our state of vibration. We have to shift our vibration and become this new version of ourselves using a daily meditation practice holding and maintaining a certain state of vibration that matches the reality that we want so that it can become what we see and using our imagination and meditation consistently so that our new state of being doesn't return back to the old one. We come back to our imagination to visit this new reality, spending time there, having fun and feeling the joy and excitement of our new life. So set up a time in the morning to align to your new self and then do it again at sleep time to reinforce it. There's so much happening in our subconscious mind during sleep. So this is a really good time to pay attention to your dreams, to see parts of yourself that you may not see while awake. Constantly coming back into your imagination to align yourself to your new reality, holding this vibration throughout the day. Sometimes this can be challenging though. Things can happen. Sometimes it seems like things are falling apart and it can seem scary. But hold to your new state of being with so much faith and trust, knowing that even though things may look like they're falling apart, most likely they're falling into place. Everything happens for you, always, always. But looking at your external reality can also be very helpful when we only look at it to see clues as to what we can change within ourselves. It can show us what we need to work on within ourselves in order to reflect something new on the outside without it ever influencing your new state of being. Holding on to your new state of being while using your external reality to point to what inside needs your attention is when the ultimate healing begins. Huge transformations happen when we can ask ourselves, where is this type of programming coming from? If it's scarcity, where did it begin? What beliefs did I adopt around money? And if it's pain that you're feeling in the body, we heal by looking within to the messages that our body is trying to reveal to us through the pain. We can look at our relationships or our current situations for clues to help us become aware of what we're holding on to. Everything 
held within your subconscious is what determines your reality. So what are you holding on to in there? Sitting down in a quiet place and asking what is required of me to shift into this new version of myself? What is required of me to enter this new reality? Meditating on this and seeing patterns and feeling the emotions that come up so that we can let them go. We can look at our programming when we are actively quantum jumping so that we can let go of that old version of ourselves for good and let in the new. And in the act of doing this, our state of being becomes more and more magnetic and it gains more momentum the more we embody the new version of yourself. The momentum that you gain, it serves as a catalyst for the changes coming your way. So as you shed and let go of all belonging to that old version of yourself, you will experience a new self. You may have heard that you have to die to your old self. Well, we do this all the time. It's not a new concept. Sometimes we're just not aware that it's happening. Cycles of death and rebirth is a part of the constant cycle of life. Only this time you are consciously doing it. Setting conscious intentions and choosing which part of creation you personally want to experience. Okay, so let's say that you begin the process of dying to your old self to quantum jump into your new reality. At first, you will notice subtle shifts happening all around you, but the more that you can maintain your energetic state of being, which matches the life that you're calling in, this creative momentum, it picks up speed. Synchronicity start to take place. You'll be able to easily access ideas and guidance from this new version of you that was not otherwise available in that old version of you, which is why you thought it would take so much more work or that you thought it was impossible to get to where you wanted to be. But since you are now someone new, it's no longer impossible because you can see it all more clearly. Because your new state of being feels things and acts as if this reality is already so. So you think different, you act different, and you're a different person. So naturally, all the ideas and the steps needed to now make this reality show up externally are all there, all accessible to you. You'll notice things lining up and some things will happen for you that you will just have no explanation for. Your new reality just seems to just show up. And this is the true nature of reality, of who we are. We see the world not as it is, but as we are. There's a quote, I think originally by Anais Nin, and I know it's in the text of the Talmud. Another very well-known quote is that we don't get what we want, we get what we are. Have trust, have faith, and focus on the feeling of the end result. And know that where your attention is set, it gives it life. So remain aware of where you place your attention. Focus your attention on one thing at a time, allowing attention to guide your every move towards one goal. And I promise you will be amazed at how quickly things shift for you. Thank you so much for sticking to the end. And if you have found this helpful, please consider commenting your thoughts and subscribing for more.
Thank you.